Welcome to another edition of the Hawk Off the Press podcast. I'm your host, Gazette Hawkeyes reporter, John Seppi. I am excited to welcome back to the podcast, Lisa Salucci, head coach of the number seven ranked Iowa field hockey team. Lisa, welcome back. Thanks so much for having me, John. I really appreciate it. Glad to be here today. So another season, another real easy start, you know, that you have number 12, Wake Forest, number one, North Carolina, Coming off a season where you lose six seniors, what's been kind of the key for getting this new group up to speed? Yeah, I mean, we brought in nine newcomers. So, um, you know, and we will most likely have uh, five freshmen in our starting lineup next this weekend. So um, the key has been just making sure we onboard these newcomers um, and then the upperclassmen and the returners, making sure they every day are representing the standard of this program and we're putting our best foot forward. And I'll tell you, we, we have talked about trying to really keep the focus on ourselves and getting the best out of ourselves every day, because I think we have, we have to make a lot of strides and we have to really grow, but there's a unlimited potential in this group. Is there anything that you can do to kind of accelerate that process or does that process just happen at the pace that it happens at? Yeah, great question. Well, for uh, we were lucky for four of our incoming freshmen of those nine, um, they actually got here at the end of June. Um, so they were able to train with the team through the whole month of July and early August. And that really proves very beneficial for them. Um, our international freshmen weren't so lucky because, you know, they have to wait for their their visas and their I-20s to go through. But with them, we try to onboard them as best we can once after they sign a, actually a national letter of intent and give them access to our videos um, and how we're training and, and all of that. But really, the real work begins when the first day of preseason and we just get after it right away. How helpful is it to have the leadership of some fifth-year players, whether it's Sophie Stribos, whether it's Esme Gibson, to have them kind of leading this group? Oh, it's unbelievable. I mean, both Esme and, and Sophie have just been, you know, first and foremost, just starters from some, from their first first year. They've played in so many games as Hawkeyes, and they've been unbelievable contributors. So they know the standard and what it takes to excel at a really high level. They've played in the final four they've played in the lead eights they've won big 10 championships so you know they're the best representatives we could have to show this young group absolutely what it takes and they they have been fantastic this this preseason not an easy situation when you have a change at goalkeeper what have you seen this preseason from Mia magnata yeah you know i get that question a lot john and to be honest you know she was had to step in in some big shoes last year when grace mcguire got hurt in the postseason and mia had to play in the three biggest games of her life in the big 10 tournament and then the sweet 16 and elite eight. And she was unbelievable. So provided, you know, invaluable uh, experience for her and what I've seen from her this preseason where she's really improved is really her communication and organization, just completely commanding the defense. And that was kind of like the biggest area of growth that we needed her to, to get better at. And really, you know, the last year she could have been the starting goalkeeper for any other team in the country. Um, she just was playing behind an All-American. So we were lucky to have her when we needed her. And now we're the, the transition has been seamless. So it's it's a great thing to have a good goalkeeper. Not to bring up a sore subject, but literally an inch short of the Final Four last year. Yep. Does that still come into your mind now? You know, I mean, of course, you just had to remind me. But no, I mean, this this week at this past Saturday, we we scrimmaged Northwestern here at Grand Field. And so in prepping for that match, you know, just to give the the, the team some feedback, I had to look back at the Elite Eight game. And I, to be honest, I haven't watched it since, since you know, that day. I didn't never watch the game after. And so then I watched the penalty corner that hit the post in overtime that 
you know, was an inch from the final four. And I almost threw up, John, I'm going to be honest, but, um, you know, it definitely stays in our mind because we know how close we have been the last couple of years and, and the potential we do have. So we just right now, I think we're trying to just stay so present um, because if we get too far ahead of ourselves, we're going to get in a little bit of trouble. So we've been really keeping it on, you know, an everyday situation, but always, always, always motivated to get back to the final four. And it's just always one of our goals is being a part of Iowa field hockey. Seems like the big 10 is as strong as ever. If I did my math, right, I think it's four of the top seven or no, five of the top seven teams, four of the teams ahead of you are big 10 teams. Yep. What's kind of the key in terms of breaking through that group where you really don't have any days off? Yeah, no, we really don't have any days off. Um, you know, for us, we got to get better in a couple key areas. For sure, our our final third, our ability to really be able to score goals in a multitude of ways, whether it's, you know, from a penalty corner, from an open field goal, um, being able to create upgrades, that's going to be a big piece for us because um, I think that's kind of where we 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 had a little bit of a, a lull last year at the second half of our season was just being able to finish. Um, so we we have made strides in that area and then really kind of staying true to our hallmark, which has been our defense. You know, we graduated some big, big stars in our defense. Um, but so far we've been doing a great job this preseason. So if we can we if we can uh, take control in the in the final third and the defensive third, uh, we're gonna be able to compete with anybody in the country. Any players, particularly with these newcomers, who've really stood out to you in these first few weeks of camp? Yeah, I mean, you know, five of the freshmen that are going to most likely be in the starting lineup. Um, one of them, uh, you know, Gia Whelan, she's from uh, uh, Malvern, PA. She did a, has done a fantastic job. She'll be prob- most likely our defensive center mid. Um, just a really strong player, great hockey IQ, keeps it really simple. Um, and she was awesome on Saturday. Um, Dion Van Aslam, again, most likely will be our attacking center mid. So two key center mids of both freshmen. Um, again, just a really savvy player from the Netherlands. Um, she stepped in and, and you wouldn't know she was a freshman when you're watching her play. Uh, and then Lauren, uh, Lauren DeRose will find a spot in our backfield. Um, she's filling some big shoes um, for Mata Nizel and Lucas Tribos' graduation, but um, has, has done a fantastic job as well as Leva Van Kessel. She's in our, in our midfield, um, really savvy over the ball, very fast, um, can create a lot. And then, um, Rachel Herbine up front, um, she's fit, she's fast, she can score goals. Um, and she's, again, all of them have stepped in. You would, you wouldn't know they were freshmen. So it's such a welcome surprise for uh, a coach, but you know, we also, there's so many other people that I'm not even mentioning that they're all doing great. And, uh, I've just, I couldn't be more excited about the group. One of the hot topics for a lot of the Olympic sports in the Big Ten has been expansion. It doesn't really affect you. No. Considering none of the four teams have field hockey. But a different hot topic, you have a new boss um, with Beth Getz taking over as interim AD on August 2nd. What have been your impressions of Beth from her month now as interim AD and before that when she's deputy AD? Yeah, you know, it's ironic. I just got came from our first all staff meeting with uh, Beth leading the charge today, and it was fantastic. She delivered a, a great message to the entire department, um, and I have really, really enjoyed working with her. I think she's a fantastic leader. She's definitely, um, you know, 
a, a leader that really can resonate with coaches because she coached and played herself at a very high level. And, you know, even just some of the questions that she'll, she'll ask me, I'll sit back and be like, wow, what a great question that was to just get you thinking in a really different way. Um, but she really gets it. And, you know, she's been out to practice already. She's had a lot of interactions with our team. And I know, you know, my women really appreciate that. And uh, I'm so excited for the future with her. Was there a point where you realized that Beth is really a unique leader? You know, it's a, that's a great question. Probably actually on one, my, my very first conversation that I had with her last de- December when she, you know, we had the first opportunity to meet with her, meet with her one-on-one. Um, and well, first and foremost, she was number 12 when she played in college. And so was I, so we have that bond right away. Big, big fans of number 12, but just in that conversation, I knew right away, you know, what a great listener she was um, and how, how she really could relate to what I was doing every day. And, and, just the way she can articulate um, how, and how she can deliver a message, even if the message is a bit tough to hear at times, um, you have such respect for for how she delivers that. So yeah, I'm just looking forward to continuing to learn from her. Um, and I can't wait to see how this department takes off with her in charge. Well, you have a practice to go off to, especially with this extreme heat. So don't want to keep you any longer, but thanks for joining the podcast. And for fans looking to catch the Hawkeyes in person, their first home game will be September 8th against Central Michigan. Yeah. So thanks for joining me. Thanks so much for having us. I hope the Hawk fans will come out to Grand Field and see this team in action. Um, you, you won't be disappointed. But thanks so much, John. And Go thanks Hawks. to our listeners for tuning in to another episode. Until next week, we will talk Hawks later. Get a daily update from the Gazette with our daily news podcast. Add it to your podcast player or your Alexa-friendly device to get a bite-sized local news update each day. Check it out at thegazette.com slash podcasts.